1: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. My name is Keen, and I should really do my trills. And I'm Chris, and
0: I don't want to see no more wire
1: hanging. (laughs) And you're listening to Sissy That Pod, your favorite RuPaul's reaction podcast. It's just the two of us this week, but Chris, I'm so excited to know when you watched the episode last week, were you living for Alexis's horniest episode? i Main.
0: yeah i think i called horny on Main a couple of episodes back oh the like the are first there. episode <laughs> the receipts <laughs> are there um i loved it i loved it i love it i love it. it in the workroom as well and i think probably because it's getting uh, later in the competition that there is a lot more brandiness in the um in the workroom which i love to see
1: yeah 100 and were you sad to see heidi go last week
0: yeah under those circumstances, I just think on you know they obviously say it's a pressure cooker and stuff like that, I think it was a, a real shame, and it also is a shame as well that we want to see her in the fame games too yeah the shame was so was you
1: is that what you because you kept alluding to you know spoilers. No, I, n- no I did
0: not no, I did because I thought it was something different I knew that i think I think I did hear that a contestant walks but for some reason, I didn't think it would be her, um and especially after like. The Blackbeard performance of Heidi as Blackbeard as Heidi. <laughs> I I thought she was. I thought she did okay. I think she made Mama Ru laugh, and that was the joke. So mm. I was like, I think maybe I thought she might walk on a time Where She didn't do well, but yeah, it's a shame. But I get it, and yeah, you need to look after your mental health.
1: <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Okay, well that's all last week. Let's get into this week's episode. Let's get into it. Is AI taking over? How can I be safe online? Will big tech go bust? For Tech's Sake, we'll answer all of these questions and more in its new series. I'm Elaine Burke. And I'm Jenny Darmody. And we're back with more experts to help you be a more informed and empowered tech user. For Tech's Sake is a co-production from Silicon Republic and the Headstuff Podcast Network. Okay, so the episode starts with Kahana. Counting her many, 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 many lips. She has every shade
0: of lipstick possible, <laughs> Mama. Um, that was a. Bit I think she took it
1: well, though. Like she,
0: she. Yeah, she had to though. She must have known. I think if they because they're they're doing the track record this season, and I think that they are doing a lot of um, fairness. So I get it. So she was probably like, "Oh yeah, this makes sense." I don't think it was a surprise to her.
1: What did you think of like Jimbo crying after their third win? Because they f- they fluff the lip sync
0: I get it but read the room bitch yeah. <laughs> You know I get it but I think that's probably it. what do you bring back to the hotel room
1: Yeah exactly You just yeah you have a cry at home It's it's you know it's like I'm gonna win My $200,000 whatever it is But I'm annoyed I didn't win this $30,000 Whatever do you know
0: Yeah I think she's been passed over a lot but also Very, uh, very aware of the storyline Being that she hasn't won the lip sync And then she'll probably win the final lip sync I feel like they're teeing us up for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I suppose in a similar way, like, they have, we've seen it in the past, them give, like, Jinx Monsoon, like, these kind of comedy lip syncs to win, or, yeah. These are the, these are the queens who aren't, like, splitting and dipping and diving performance queens, <laughs> but more like, you know, cabaret performance queens. And they haven't given that to Jimbo. I suppose the only one that was close was Coconuts at Jessica Wilder I catching. know,
0: which was definitely put in the mix for Jimbo, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. 100% <laughs> um, Okay, so this week is Joan, the Rusical We love a Rusical We do Um, This was actually a really good one, I thought but It like, was it means really Queen's did great
0: Yeah, and that was what they're saying, like splitting hairs and stuff like that That really frustrates me, because it's kind of like They literally, it felt like they just put them all into a random generator And pulled mm-hmm. out it was the top and the bottom um, I saw... I saw Heidi
1: frustrated online that like Alexis had no problem standing up to Candy this week when it came to roles but like wouldn't stand up to Candy to protect Heidi last week
0: I mean yeah I feel like you'd be quicker to defend yourself than defend someone else I think she was probably like I'm not getting into this I think that that that, that, that like I didn't say already but I think like that workroom drama was a little bit childish the the Heidi stuff like he said she said type situation so I think Alexis probably didn't care But when it's like I need to get this role to make sure that I get the part that I need And also she's a theatre queen Like she knows how to fight for yeah. a role
1: Well like it wasn't it wasn't like Candy versus Alexis It was Candy versus Jessica And like Alexis piped up Because Candy was like well I don't have any other
0: option Oh wait no I'm getting confused yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah Yeah. Sorry, Candy was like
1: well that. I want this I, I want no more wire hangers I have no other option Alexis was like what do you mean you have no other option like, Fair you know.
0: actually probably Heidi does have a point then
1: Yeah <laughs> so you thought last week was was i guess it was childish to a certain degree because he said she said but to be fair like heidi didn't bring it up candy brought it up
0: yeah i think candy is a bit of a shitster she she
1: knows she knows when there's drama and she knows that like it's good tv so she'll she'll have it out
0: yeah and she'll get she'll get to stick around i think that's she probably learned that from last season like she's kind of been praised for it almost you know she's a bad thing and gets rewarded for it and then she has that whole moment of getting eliminated which i thought was very interesting. when they're talking about that she was a little bit nervous about the rusical because that was the episode she technically went home on yeah and then also jimbo went home on rusical right mm, yeah, yeah so that was very interesting to have both of that energy in the room
1: um yeah so i i, I thought that was interesting but like you know i think I think Alexis saw a moment for drama last week and that's why she didn't chime in, you know Maybe I think she just knows I think she's just trying to make good TV So Yeah, I'm surprised (laughs) 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 She's going for that producer role Period Um, So, uh, yeah I don't know if there's anything else we want to discuss before the actual The audition
0: Yeah, I mean Yeah, what do you think of the audition process?
1: It was great. Like, Jessica, <laughs> got past the vocals right there, like, yeah, no. So she had to sing. She was, like, not getting it. But it actually, like, normally when you have a head-to-head, it means one of those queens is either going to win or go home. And I suppose that did happen because Candy won. But, like, Jessica still did really well.
0: Yeah, fair. Yeah, I think she did really well. I think that, like, isn't it, was it Drag Race Spain that they made them audition for the roles?
1: Yeah. The, yeah, the latest season that. of Drag Race España. It was very random. Yeah. And then it kind of just degraded them further where they were like
0: I like that though. I think that would be a good way to do it. But it would be
1: I... fun at Rue to make them do kind of city things, kinda of like almost like the photo challenge.
0: Yeah, or like that chocolate bar challenge with uh, years ago with the ladder and she made them dance. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wanna see that.
1: I liked uh one liner, which was if I was a singer I'd be Millie Vanilli who, if you don't know, were famous for, like, not ever singing and lip-syncing, but they never told anybody that they were lip-syncing. They Um, lip-synced for their life before. (laughs) (laughs) They walked so it RuPaul could Run. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so everything's kind of just setting setting us up basically for the the musical. I think there's a lot to discuss in it, so I think we might as well just jump straight into it. Um, So we were just discussing uh, before we recorded... You haven't seen Mommy Dearest, I watched it kind of off the back of this and, and both of us, I assume, any reference we would have known is from this show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> I'm not a massive Joan Crawford stan. Mm-hmm. Stand. Um, sorry to all the, the Joan Crawford stands out there, but I don't know. I just feel like I haven't been exposed to her. I don't know mm. whether it's growing up in Ireland or like just kind of maybe, it might be a little bit for an older audience. <laughs> <laughs> in a way Well, it,
1: well it's definitely like, I think people are either into their kind of like retro films Or they're not yeah. Like I think like Someone like Alexis Seemed to know all the references Because she You know Clearly loves old Hollywood And probably watches Old school movies Whereas I'm not sure how Nuanced in Junk Crawford Candy Muse was Because she seems to be Kind of more Current contemporary Do you know sort i way. yeah Yeah um, So we kind of get more Of the references here uh, But we'll go through them First up was Kahana whose song was kind of like a uh, salsa it was very similar to the opening cr- credits of like sex in the city this sort of like salsa yeah. song that was kind of basically about you know Joan Crawford becoming the the queen of MGM and like her come up and basically her ascension into the world of Hollywood so they kind of like jumped through like the first whatever 30 years of her career in one song <laughs> I thought Kahana did did a really good job I thought it's it was pretty really good i just saw her like miss a few beats of the lip sync it was my only critique
0: i yeah i really don't think obviously i think as they said like they were splitting hairs at the end of judging so i don't think it was as bad but maybe just in comparison but even in comparison i don't think it was the worst yeah okay. like i think
1: i think sometimes the one of the most important things of a lip sync is when knowing when to close your mouth yeah. And like She would close her mouth Before the note finished And like You know It's clearly You know She's always not lip syncing at that point mm. But wouldn't that Like She has great stage presence As we've seen her in the first challenge You know And I think Her sort of showgirl Stage presence works well For this like Movie star character That she's playing
0: Yeah I thought the dancing was quite good as well I didn't think I'd seen her Miss a beat on that And the guy I can't remember his name The one who helped him <laughs> Taught him how to dance Skankman
1: or Shankman? Whatever was, Skankman. <laughs>
0: I don't think that's his me. Adam,
1: Adam Shankman.
0: Adam Skankman was very... Seemed to be impressed with her performance yeah. anyway.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, again, I, mean, I thought it was really strong. It was just... She was the only one that I could... Well, and someone else. But, like, um, out of all of them, like, I could, could see one small mistake, whereas I couldn't see a small mistake with some of the others. Yeah, um, fair. So then James does the song about motherhood and she's dressed up um, as a scene from the movie where it's it's her, Christina, so the daughter's, so there's Joan Crawford and, and basically Mommy Dearest, for people who don't know, um, is basically a biopic of Joan Crawford based on this book written by her daughter that sort of alleges that she's this kind of like abusive mum, this this like abusive childhood that she had at the hands of Joan Crawford. Um, so the scene basically uh, is like christina's birthday where Joan and christina are dressed in this kind of outfit that you see with the hat and this kind of like tool and like a white sort of old sort of 50s style dress that has like i don't know horses on it or whatever it is um and that's why the that extra came out in the blonde hair so that that was supposed to be christina i thought james did a great job here
0: i uh, i'm really i was really frustrated with the whole thing and obviously we'll get into it but i like michelle was laughing like it wasn't even like they set it up where the judges looked like they didn't enjoy it or the judges looked like you know mm-hmm. they didn't splice in a clip of them being like confused or like annoyed or like yeah upset. deadpan face or anything. yeah like it was all comic laughter michelle seemed to love it i think rude really liked it as well there was a lot of like laugh out loud i thought
1: yeah i think she hit all the beats i think she looks like joan like i thought she had the makeup down the voice the voice yeah like playing with the voice and going from like high pitch squeaky to deep bass like it was a very good performance, I thought.
0: Yeah, and it probably is difficult to have to work with an extra as well, mm-hmm. and I think she did that really well. Like, I didn't even like <laughs> couldn't remember exactly how, what she looked like. If you lined five random women up, I wouldn't know which one it was because I was just looking at James, which is yeah, good to be able to command the stage like that.
1: They uh, in that in that version of the sound they kind of discuss some of the moments in *Mommy Dearest*. Like, um, there's like an extracted scene where the daughter doesn't want to eat the steak because the steak is really raw and there's like blood all over the plate and yeah. like jo- Joan Crawford won't let her eat anything else so like she keeps the steak she has to have it for dinner and then she doesn't eat it and then she puts it in the fridge and tries to make her eat it for breakfast so that's why like in the performance James kind of shoves the extra space into this like plate of meat I don't know if you remember that bit kind of. but <laughs> that's kind of the background behind that
0: okay thank god you watched it <laughs> I, I feel like I was just looking at these references like kind of laughing and being like oh I'm sure that's like, like I'm sure something. it's something yeah that's yeah.
1: Good, what I was like when I first watched it then I watched the movie and came back and I, and I watched it Um, so yeah so kind of as I've been alluding to here the movie came out and it was supposed to be really serious and like I'd known the quote no more wire hangers and that's kind of seen as like the iconic scene in the movie and basically in the movie Joan Crawford goes in to her kid's bedroom when they're asleep and it starts looking through their sort of rail of clothes and spots one dress that's on a wire hanger and like screams it freaks out and screams, Why is the wire hanger here? Starts throwing the dresses all around the house. The kids are crying. She pulls the daughter out of bed, she starts beating her with the with the hanger, and then like drags her into the bathroom, throws talcum powder all over the place, and then tells her to clean it up. Right? That's that's the scene. Okay. <laughs>
0: scene is sad. <laughs> I,
1: I I watched it. And to me, the movie felt like a horror movie. Like it felt, oh really? It felt kind of traumatic. Like I was, you could just basically watching like protracted child abuse, but with these like interlocking scenes of like camp, like looks and the camera and stuff like that. But this scene in particular, like makes made me feel like uncomfortable because the child is like bawling, crying. You know, the mom screaming at her, blah blah blah. Seemingly. When the movie came out, people thought the acting was so bad that they were, like, roaring, laughing in the cinema at this scene, and the movie was basically rebranded as a comedy because of this scene. So that's, I think, why No More Hangers has become such a kind of, like joke yeah but it was so weird for me to know the joke and then to go back and see that it's based on a scene of a woman beating her child with a wire
0: hanger yeah i didn't know that if like i think my assumption of that scene would have been maybe that she was like a fashionista and like she was giving out to like an assistant or an intern or something mm, I Like a devil wears find... prada style yeah not a beating with child scene so,
1: so an extra layer to this is the the book never says that she was beaten with a wire hanger. That seems to be something entirely made up by the movie. So is it more okay to laugh at it that it because it probably didn't happen? Maybe, but like I pers- and I'd love if people were listening to this, watch the movie, and they see that scene like for comedy because I'd love to know what it's like. But for me, generally, I felt like yucky watching it so then when I went back to watch Candy's (laughs) performance which first of all the song's a banger like the best the biggest banger. like I'd I'd listen to three minutes of that song just for the production of it but when I went back to watch it like the the powder on the face that's like Joan in the movie you even like you even see Candy like beat the dancers on the ass (laughs) with the with the hanger which is what Joan Crawford did and it just gave me a totally different perspective on that number
0: I mean, I thought it was tongue-in-cheek because, again, I didn't really know what it was. So I think I probably did think it was, like, an intern situation where she was, like, hitting her employees with the wire hanger as a joke. But I have seen, I did know as well, the powder face. Is it Faye Dunaway? Yeah.
1: Yes, I yes, like yes, yeah.
0: I think I've seen her in that get-up before. So I knew that I've seen that. Um, yeah, I definitely didn't think that it was about beating a child. And, yeah, I, I don't know. If the movie takes liberties, though, and if it's not real, then maybe it is okay to laugh at it. But again, yeah, if it's based on a serious scene that's never a comedic scene, I don't know, the line's blurred.
1: The line is very blurred and that's what I've been trying to get to the bottom as since I kind of watched it and trying to get into it. Because like I've seen like a roof at the Guardian that was like, I kind of didn't get the joke when I went to the screening of it. And like loads of people were giggling and laughing at this scene of this kid being beaten. So I think like some people either see it as comedic, some people don't or else it started off serious and like has just been parodied on parodied on parodied that now it's kind of just become a joke by virtue of like it being so parodied for being so camped over the top
0: yeah I think because I was gonna say my only reference to any of that is Alyssa Edwards as Joan Crawford as Alyssa Edwards yeah <laughs> doing the no more wired hangers <laughs> but so exactly yeah I did I definitely didn't take it seriously
1: did you think Candy was good enough to win
0: I really liked it. I thought it was really good. I think uh, the song was really good. And I think the character is really good. And I think it was already a winning role. But there is definitely people that I think probably wouldn't have been able to carry it as well as she did. And she did sing well and I think when I was watching her dance, I was like, Oh Jesus, here we go. Do you know? And especially had she gone home on her own musical, I was like, Fuck, she's she's in trouble here. Um, but yeah, no, I think she she pulled out of the bag. What do you think?
1: I think she did a very good job with a with a very good song. And I think there was people like jessica or alexis who i think did a better job with a worse song i think yeah they, i think like i think jessica's role was kind of given to be a flop like i think that person who did that role was supposed to do bad job at it i think jessica did a really great job at it which i think yeah she deserves more points for i kind of think if that makes sense on that note let's continue with jessica she had the scene basically when she gets fired from mgm and uh in the movie she runs out to the garden and starts cutting up the roses with like a shears, and then she says the faithful line, Christina, get me the axe, and then she chops down a tree with an axe. Apparently in the book, she chopped down the tree with a saw. But I think the movie makes reference to a Joan Crawford movie called Straight Jacket, where she's like this axe-wielding um horror figure. So I think that is a combination of both. Um I think Jessica did a really great job with this. Like, I think she managed to convey emotion in a way that, like, is very difficult to do. I think she was given a kind of dud song and did a great job.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think that the, the pretense would be that she wouldn't do well, and I think she did really well with it. And I think they also seem surprised that she did well with it. So I'd say you're probably right that it was a bit of a dud song, and then also she's kind of created another iconic line with cra- <laughs> what's it, crappy the ass.
1: Bring me the ass Bring me the
0: ass So yeah I think Jessica gets away With doing stuff like that Yeah um, But it was fun I liked it I enjoyed it And I think she really Really got into it
1: I think that hair metal Kind of style of music That the song was Kind of suits her too She's like yeah. kind of A rock chick at heart almost She
0: did say that She said she was a rock chick And I was like Bitch where But then she showed us Well so. <laughs> me I'm assuming you knew She was a rock chick
1: <laughs> I kind of remember her Being a rock chick In the first season But we haven't seen it In this All-Stars at all yet. Yeah
0: Yeah, that's probably true.
1: Okay, Lala Ree was next. Uh, The story spoke about her time in Warner where she went on to play uh, the D role in Mildred Pierce and won an Oscar for it. If you look up Mildred Pierce slap, you can see where the slap in this song came from, which is basically like this rapid fire slap that Joan Crawford's character does to somebody else, her daughter, I think, where she like... (laughs) It isn't just like a... It isn't just like a like a one directional slap if that makes sense it like it's just like okay <laughs> like the flailing end of a fish or whatever it's just like okay. not necessarily as lala does it which her hand is horizontal her hand is like vertical but like i guess that's kind of with the inspiration for it i love that the song was kind of based on vogue and i think lala did such a fun job with the slapping and the posing and like this i think is the best thing Ree's done on the show
0: I was going to say that, yeah. I was quite surprised that she did so well. And I really, really enjoyed it. I was happy and proud of her. But I think I probably thought in my head, like, that she wouldn't do as well. But I thought she did so good. And as they said, like, I think she hit every slap on beat as well, which mm-hmm. I imagine is quite hard. Um, and yeah, the vocal and the posing was good. And the, the music was quite fast too, wasn't it? Yeah. So she did. I didn't, I didn't notice any fails in her lip sync either. So, yeah, I think she knocked it out of the park, really.
1: Yeah, 100%. Uh, Alexis was next. She like recreates the boardroom scene in mommy dearest after her partner dies where like all these businessmen are like trying to swindle her out of money and she says that don't fuck with me fellas um i think because she says don't fuck with me fellas this is is my first time at the rodeo they decided to make it a sort of banjo hoedown yeah
0: (laughs) i mean it worked
1: i think it worked i think she did a great job i think she delivered all the lines i think like i think she had the most difficult job it just wasn't the best song and i don't think it fit the character like hoe down joan
0: no i don't think it, i don't think it did but i did enjoy it i thought it was quite camp and i think Alexis is definitely it could have been another dud one as well yeah so i think she did quite well with it
1: um and then finally it was jimbo she was the hag this was this was electro, this kind of electro pop sound and it's kind of, it, it kind of mentions that movie I talked about with the axe there of her towards the end of career and there was this uh this movement in Hollywood kind of around the 70s where there was these horror movies, or maybe it was the 60s, um, horror movies were based on like getting old Hollywood actresses who were kind of old and like, Former Hollywood actresses who were old, who like their their beauty was gone, and they were these characterized as these like hags of Hollywood who played these horror villains who would like kill people to get their beauty back. So I think Joan Crawford was considered one of those in some of these roles. So I think that's who she was supposed to play. I found the dancing like not it, and then when I rewatched it, I think maybe she was trying to dance like an old person. So like. <laughs>
0: I mean, I always say it's a character choice that you're called on it. like, what was a kimchi in her, like, line walk. (laughs) Michelle's like, I'm going to put that down to a character choice. Um, What did you think of Jimbo's? I thought it was okay. I I think we know that Jimbo's not a dancer. Um, And we've seen multiple lip syncs of her not being able to dance, (laughs) fortunately. The best dancing she did was as Shirley Temple, um, which was iconic. But yeah, I think... Um I think I think it was fine. I think it was safe.
1: Okay, so who who based on purely the challenge, who yeah. would your bottom 2 have been?
0: I think maybe Kahana not James. Uh, for they me, it would have got K-
1: Kahana and Jimbo. They would be my bottom 2.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe you are right, but I think they probably couldn't put Jim in the bottom because if they put Jim in the bottom it would have been game over for her. There's no way they all wouldn't take a swipe at her. You think so? I think so, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I would if she was in the bottom and I was in there, I know that she's the next one to win. Makes him to go home. I get rid of her. Yeah, no, but she, she, I, I, like, I know she'd be a front runner that I would take her out, but that's me. But I also think that they would. I think we're getting to the Manila Luzon part of the competition The Manila era. The Manila era. Yeah. The Manila era. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's true though. That's like she got eliminated around this time, and it was really shocking. Oh yeah,
1: it was good to in. Always... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think Jimbo would have had it a... if she lands in the bottom. I think she's just gonna be Manila. I think
1: like the. Like Candy might have taken her out if she didn't obey the allegiance, but I don't think the 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 roomocracy would have kicked her out.
0: Really? Oh, the well, Jessica
1: survived, but I suppose Jessica wasn't as much of a front runner.
0: I'm not sure. I I think I think that would have been a great opportunity to get rid of her. I think that I think production were probably like very nervous <laughs> to be like, wait, if we put her in the bottom, they get rid of her. We can't have this lip sync story that we've created if um, yeah. her not winning any lip syncs. Yeah, and th-
1: th- they were my bottom two for sure. I think like when you factor in the runway, yes, maybe something else could be argued, but they were my my final two. But I like I th- thought that Rizko was was really good overall. Like, would you,
0: w- that's the issue?
1: Would you go back and listen to the song?
0: Yeah, I would. There's definitely good songs in there, and I think "No More Wire Hangers" was stuck in my head. So definitely do think that Candy kind of deserved what she got. Um, again, she didn't write it, so it's hard to kind of. But then she made it iconic. I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, yeah who would you have chosen as your winner based on the challenge I think Candy I just really like that one And I think okay. that was probably as well for me As a non-Joan Crawford stand It's the only one that I could Kind of get into and be like oh yeah The hangers even though apparently I knew nothing about it <laughs> If I put aside
1: my like Confliction about the song being basically about, Like alleged child abuse Of an event that didn't happen I still think Like Alexis had a more difficult job Okay, and I probably would have given her the win. Okay, Uh, so it was on to another icon onto the runway, the night of a thousand Grace Joneses.
0: Yes, much more familiar. So let's head over to
1: Drag Dot Lux to see what the queens brought. Shout out, Drag Uh, Dot Lux. First up was Alexis, who uh, recreated this sort of like. What I I thought was interesting is normally when they do these runways, they normally go, you know, Alexis Michelle, uh, the VMAs, Red Carpet, 2013. They never gave us the actual references for any of these looks.
0: No, they just just bought them off Getty Images. (laughs) Lashed them up.
1: (laughs) Because normally on these challenges, they're not allowed to movies or music videos because they're like the the images are copyrightable so they're normally stuck with like red carpet looks or kind of performance looks okay so i was wondering was that why maybe they bent the rules and they were like we're not going to reference it because maybe we're less likely to get sued that way or something like that i'm not really sure because some of these look like they're part of photo shoots
0: yeah it's possible i'm I'm, yeah i mean maybe Uh, maybe it's, it's a bit different different with grace jones isn't it
1: Maybe it is because maybe this is just something that like, Grace Jones was spotted wearing on a pap walk. Yeah, they <laughs> were like, "What do we call this?" Yeah, yeah.
0: maybe that's probably what it is.
1: So say so yeah, Michelle, like Michelle's kind of looked like a kimono almost with the shoulders, and had like a sort of scarf over her arms alongside a black dress, and then she had like basically like a parasol on her head without the material. Um, mm-hmm. I thought this was great. I thought this was like we were kind of discussing next week with Fiona that like she's kind of been doing the same sort of old Hollywood looks for a while now. I think this is a lot more modern for her, and yeah. I
0: liked it. I really liked it. I love how she kind of went with the bald head as well. Um, I mean, she probably did that before, but <laughs> a little bit, a little bit of a read there. But yeah, no, I really liked it. I think it suited her well, and I think like the, I think it was a good reference to it. And it wasn't like exactly the same, but it was kind of. Um, Very very similar And cool And the makeup was very good as well
1: And it still looked good Even without the context Of Grace Jones
0: Yeah Without that context I'd still be like a oh, sleigh. Mm. I don't know what I think it was Like sleeves or something
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hat Hat wear Parasoles Maybe <laughs> Jimbo was up next Jimbo wore this kind of like Black mm, Like Wide gauge Mesh Dress With a hat Made of hair Which had like a What sort of hat Would you call that Like a Bowler hat Maybe yeah. like an, an
0: engorged yeah. builder hut
1: with like a very wide rim. <laughs>
0: we'll have a wide rim round here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this one?
1: I didn't think it was great.
0: <sighs> okay, I well, I just like when Jimbo does really camp drag, and I think it was kind of like it, she's trying to find a line between like sexy and camp if it exists. Um, but yeah, I think obviously when you look at the Grace Jones photo as well, it's kind of like she absolutely rocked it, so it's hard for Jimbo to get in there with it. But I think the hair was a really fun touch. I can imagine that took a while.
1: But like Jimbo has, like you can see the corset under Jimbo's, like
0: yeah, I didn't Grace like Jones that. is
1: basically serving body and yeah. knickers, whereas yeah. J- Jimbo is like you can only see up to like the top of her tie.
0: Yeah, I think the paneling wasn't great. I think if she had more of a, f- of a body cut out, it would be a better sell.
1: Like Jimbo, kind of just made it all about the hat, whereas there's a lot more going on on the original look than just the
0: hat. Tea. <laughs> I did like it though. I thought the hat was cute, but yeah, that I was get fun. what you mean. Yeah, that was fun. If it was a regular hat, I'd be like, oh god.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just like a- so. <laughs> so. uh, Jessica Wilde uh, gave us this. What Would you call that mauve purple?
0: (laughs) I don't know my (laughs) shade. Mauve. us say mauve.
1: For a shady bitch, you don't know your shades. (laughs) I mean, mean, this hood is like the signature Grace Jones sort of style. Like, she did a lot of things with hoods. Um, And I think she's... What what did she say? she added the holes? Because... She loved holes or something like that? What yeah. She say? Someone was like, oh, you uh, you added sleeves or holes or something. Anyway, uh, and she said, yeah, because I love them. But I liked that she kind of had this like, kind of almost curly uh, mohawk sort of hair piece that I think worked really well for her.
0: Yeah. I think when I think of Grace Jones, I definitely do think of this kind of hooded piece moment. Didn't someone else do Grace Jones as like their snatch game? For some yeah, reason, a few think... people
1: have. Bibi a did it. Yes, um...
0: and had the hood up. Right. Yeah so I think that's kind of like my first if someone says Grace Jones it's the first thing I think of so I did like this look um, and yeah I think it's nice how she kind of made it her own as well and then could tell a joke
1: Yeah <laughs> Ticked funny. all the boxes So yeah I mean like could you say it's unfair for us to compliment Je- Jessica for being different from the original look and like criticise Jimbo for fearing from the original look but I feel what Jessica added like still felt within the world of Grace Jones yeah, and kind of made it a bit better.
0: I think that's probably the difference. Yeah, it's still Grace Jones. I think Jimbo's went to camp, to camp level, and her and like Jessica's is still kind of sexy, like effortless Grace Jones. Mm.
1: Yeah, still very like model esque. That's the feel. Which is, um, Kahana gave us a kind of take on a Vegas showgirl. Like, so it's inspired by. I don't know if she named the actual um concert that she was hula hooping on but um this kind of like rosebud look that um grace jones wore on stage uh have you seen grace jones live by the way
0: no
1: <laughs> i saw her uh, in trinity a few years ago she was amazing but she would like stand no there and sing way. and hula hoop for like five minutes she's absolutely insane and she came out with like i would have loved actually someone to do that look but basically she comes out with all this like body paint all over her and this like sort of tribal pattern and stuff. And like I think when I first saw it, I thought it was a bodysuit, but then she would like wipe it off, and it was just all on her skin.
0: Oh my god! Okay, like
1: the, the look she was serving. If you haven't gone to see Grace Jones, go see her at the Trinity <laughs> Ball. <bowl. laughs> Not a, no, it was like one of the, the the Trinity Summer Series.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: Trinity Ball would be a totally different crowd for sure for I was, say, I was
0: like the thing. Tr- I thought you meant Trinity <laughs> Ball and I was like they they always they do get big names though, don't they?
1: Yeah, but they tend to be more like, you know, kinda cool kind like yeah, the more free, <laughs> the younger crowd.
0: <laughs> Elleguling with her young crowds.
1: Well, not that she's very gen Z anymore, but um anyway, yes. I <laughs> I like this look, but it wasn't too close to the original really, and it's very close okay. to a lot of the other Kahana looks.
0: It, yeah, it's almost like she had that top piece and the bottom piece and that middle bit she just put on to be kind of like, okay, this is this. Because, yeah, the bottom piece doesn't really match it at all. But I do like have the top piece's is pedals. Um, But yeah, I think I think she might have had some of this kind of already in her in her closet.
1: And also, Grace Jones is so iconic for hula hooping. If you're going to do one of her hula hooping looks, you should hula hoop.
0: Bring out the hoop, period.
1: Or, or at least... Bring the hoop. And who hoop at the end of the runway. If you can yeah. Just bring hoop and walk. Or just
0: hold it. And do like kind of like a shimmy. While holding it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do
1: something with the hoop. We want the hoop.
0: <laughs> the hoop.
1: <laughs> Candy Muse is up next. Uh, I really want to know what the reference. Like where that reference look is from. With all the geometric shapes and patterns. <laughs> like it was amazing. Mm. Um. It has like a triangular hat with a big exclamation point That Candy has turned into kind of like a K The original look has a fan that Candy doesn't have And the original look kinda is kind of more full length than Candy's is mm. But like if we take Candy's as an interpretation of the original look I still think it was good
0: Yeah I really liked it I think it's really cool Like I think it looks like Grace is wearing something underneath All of that GMH sh- Yeah stuff. it's kind
1: of like a black, black It's just a plain black skirt or dress or something. Yeah
0: or like on the white sleeve I don't know where that's coming from but um, yeah, I did like candies. It's kind of like a nod to Grace' sh- serving body, and then also kind of like being really creative. And the colours are great, and I thought the K was really clever, really really clever. Um, the
1: only thing I would say with Grace is, is she kind of has a silhouette the way it comes in and comes back out again, almost like mm. it kind of feels more. I don't know structure. It feels Candy's kind of continues pattern if she has where she just wears things that are like down to the knee, where sometimes, like, it loses that shape. Yeah. So that'd be my only criticism of it, like, it kind of, like, it kind of feels like everything's just stuck on in a bad design challenge, but, like, because yeah. I know the reference,
0: yeah. I like it. I was gonna say that as well, I think she got she got away with it, because this is, like, an interpretation of it, so yeah. like, if bits were falling apart, or, like, in the wrong place, it didn't matter. No one would know.
1: Now, James... <laughs> I didn't think this was as bad. Ah, uh, look <laughs> at the makeup! Look at the makeup! The makeup is awful.
0: I don't know. I think she got red. She, I think it was. Yeah, I think they really needed to read her though because they were like, "Oh fuck, we need to give justify why you're going to be in the bottom." Um, like she looked like the makeup
1: was giving Aiden Zane season two. <laughs>
0: okay, fair.
1: The hair of the fox tails looked like. Like a kid's teddy bear toy. Yeah.
0: And then... It probably was.
1: I just... That... I, like, that... I, that <laughs> kind of, like, creamy, nude top half of it. I guess, like, the fact that she's got white skin, it just looks like it's a really bad nude illusion. Whereas on... That's probably um, what it is. Whereas on Grace, like, it's such it's, it's a stark comparison to her, her skin tone that it looks like a different colour, you know? Mm. I just... I didn't really like any of this in any way And I hated the makeup <laughs> Well
0: well, I, I think She does look a little <laughs> frumpy in it or something um, And I know that Did she say she lost weight and that's why It didn't fit her properly
1: Oh maybe or was that last week's look
0: Oh was it I'm getting confused I do remember she did but say think, that actually Yeah I don't know whether that's why Because it doesn't look like it fits her properly The bottom half anyway mm. Um, but yeah, I think it probably was one of those things where it's like it—it's not going to look the same on a different a person, a white person. Um, because it looks like it does look like a like a really bad new delusion.
1: And to be honest, I don't even love it that much on Grace Jones.
0: No, I think it's a good look to do though because it is quite drag. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think if she maybe just—I don't know—and is that even a hood? She's wearing—is it meant to be a hood or is it meant to be like a? I don't know. It looks more
1: like a swimming hat on Grace Jones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like she's in like a spider-man costume, kind of the face. Do you
1: remember in a Cinderella story, the two sisters have to wear these like rubber like swimsuits while they do their synchronized swimming. It's kind of giving yes,
0: It's that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I think I don't know. It's it's camp. I think it just didn't fit her right as well, and maybe that is due to the weight loss. Um
1: I think I still would have just liked it if it fit her properly. Uh, Lallery (laughs) gave us this uh, big black bow latex look that had a kind of like peplum skirt and big black boots. And I don't know. We only really see the original look in black and white. It doesn't look like leather in the original look. And it comes with this kind of white moon-like banana-shaped mask. Mm. Because why the fuck not? um i thought this was good but i understood what the judges were saying which was like you have the bald head you like are the same race you know you could have really pushed and gone for a really iconic look for grace and like really been able to pull it off and i guess we're a bit disappointed that this is the look you chose to a certain degree like i get it i think it's a bit unfair to let but i also feel the same way as a viewer so it's a it's a you know difficult yeah it's a
0: valid-esque critique but i thought she looked good i think that's probably one of the best she's looked and i think she really sold it down the runway i think in conjunction with her um performance i thought she had a really really good week especially because i wouldn't have seen her as like major competition so i think she really kind of showed showed me tonight anyway
1: um yeah i think actually because there was like this like a series of you know, photos of similar Grace Jones she's done over the years, and I think actually some of them oh, were, really? some of them were more better than this. <laughs> but uh, I still think she had a good, she had a good week. Let's move on to the Fame Game looks before we discuss the deliberations. Uh, the first one on Drag Dot looks is Darian Lake, who did. It's kind of it's not really that similar to the Grace Jones look at all because Grace Jones wearing is like wearing a black fez and it's just this black and white striped guess body piece like core yeah shirty thing whereas darien has taken it as a full body black and red striped kind of circus yeah yeah circus 10 batman villain look (laughs) what did you think
0: i loved it i think she looks really really good and i think if we're going on interpretations of the look i think it's really really strong and i think she kind of dragged it up um uh, yeah i thought it was really fun and she does look like a villain and i don't know what the first photo is it looks like she's doing like a maniacal laugh yeah. <laughs> um but she looks good the waist looks good as well and she's showing off the weight loss so i think it's i think it's really nice do you, do you, do you like it or? i know
1: i do like it I, th- I think okay definitely from the like the waist up i think it is grace jones with the shoulders and that like cleopatra shaped like headpiece or whatever um mm. the circus tent i don't think is very grace jones i think grace jones would definitely <laughs> have like a leg out if not two legs out but yeah i liked it uh miss kasha davis did a look uh that i loved from grace jones like this you know really angular like almost like origami folded red napkin look that has like these kind of like Lace spits up the back of it because when she turns around, she's basically naked. And I like the idea. Cash's, you know, looks a lot more affordable, but like
0: oh <laughs> Tesco's finest. <laughs> yeah, I, but I like the idea and I like that she committed to the the nudie back. Yeah, no, I think she did it well. I think, like, you know, it, it's camp, it's drag, and it's very Miss Cash or Davis. And I think I probably. Was a little bit surprised when I did see that she was like literally fully naked at the back, like her arse was out and everything. Um, because didn't she do something arse related earlier and didn't show her actual bum? Yes, so you know, we just have to wait a few more episodes. We just want to see that ass (laughs) bring me the ass. That's as the world turns, okay? (laughs) We want to see that ass turn.
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, uh, Neysha Lopez, so she did an interpretation of this um, gold and white kind of zebra tribal bodysuit with this gorgeous headpiece that's almost kind of like like an asp or some sort of snake or something like that that comes over her head and a, and a white wig. Mm. She did an interpretation of it and turned the white to black and wore a black wig and a totally different headpiece. But I always think like, Neysha can can turn a a catsuit
0: yeah I think she can turn a catsuit and I think she turned a catsuit she already owned and then threw a headpiece together because I don't see the the resemblance much at all and you can even see Grace Jones in that photo <laughs> looking at her like bitch what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> what is going on because that one looks a little bit more like as you said tribal and zebra and this one is like a bit more tiger and mm, yeah I think tiger. she owned this I think she owned this already. No offense to the oh, I think she, she looks great in it. So, you
1: it. mean she owned? She didn't own the runway? She already pre owned the dress.
0: Sorry, yes, pre owned the dress. It is now on sale for, on Depop. It was pre loved. It was pre
1: loved. <laughs> and therefore, dress. we didn't love it.
0: No. <laughs> we want new material, fast fashion. Let's go. Let's burn the world to light. And <laughs> let's burn as the world turns.
1: <laughs> and finally, Monica Beverly Hills in. I mean, okay, like a black bikini swimsuit thing with a sheer black cape and a fascinator with like an eye piece. And then Mm -hmm. references Grace Jones in a big black cape in a black leotard and a different black headpiece. Like none of these matched the original look. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's like an interpretation thing. I feel it's like... Again, what what do I have that brings me? Color? This is a Halloween costume of this look. It is yeah. an interpretation.
0: No, I think it was good at all, and I think she did. She probably wanted to show off her body, and she does look good. But if you think Grace Jones and you see the other looks that were presented, and like even like images you have in your head of what Grace Jones looks like, you would never go to like, oh, remember she wore that black swimsuit with like <laughs> a cape? <laughs> I don't think that would be the first look you go for, and I don't think it's that drag. And yeah, the headpiece didn't work as well as I think she thought it did. But, um, it's giving you
1: more yeah. like Batwoman or Catwoman Than it is Grisha Yeah,
0: a little bit like that isn't it?
1: So out of these four If you were to cast your vote purely on this week Who would be getting your fame game vote?
0: Oh god It's going to be a toss up between um, Darian and Miss Cassa Davis I don't know I think maybe Miss Cassa mm-hmm. Cass- Davis just because she did show her arse this time
1: Okay so with with the Um Runway uh, results in tow. Uh, it ends up being Alexis and Jimbo safe. You can visually see Alexis say, oh, okay, <laughs> when she's told she's safe. I really don't think she thought she'd be safe. I really think she thought she was going to be at the top. Um, so that left Candy, Jessica and Lala in the top and Kahana and James low. I think like if you were making the runway 50-50... With the challenge, I think James deserved to be in the bottom because I think they had the worst luck, notably. But normally, mm. the it's like, whatever, 10% for the runway. And I still think I would have put Jimbo in
0: the bottom. Yeah, I, I, think, I think maybe they've been taking some liberties with the runway. I think they're protecting Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, it's just unfortunate that it had to go the way it did. Yeah. For poor Jamesy. James. Poor
1: Jamesy. Um, and we... Yeah, you know, with the runner look, you're still happy. The candy one.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think candy was wait. I mean, I candy's not a really looking at
1: candy. <laughs> The geometric uh, shape. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The geometrics I like that. I think it was good. I think it, yeah. I think the K was cute as well. I think she had a really good week.
1: I probably would have rather see Jessica Lala and Alexis win over Candy, but that's not the same. Oh, really? But that's only because it's so close. And it, it would yeah, really depend no, on the weight of the challenge versus the runway. Like it's very difficult.
0: Yeah. I think that's the issue as well. And it was good to see Candy kind of get a little bit of a redemption story out of like going home slash almost going home on the musical. And now try and she's a, and a winner, baby. We love she's the redemption.
1: Winner, uh, so that brings Candy as up against Lip Sync Assassin, who is Angeria Van, Paris Van Michaels. Do you remember Angeria being much of a Lip Sync Assassin in season 14?
0: Not really I was thinking that I was like, oh I don't know but Then again, they do bring out people home, I'm kind of like, oh, whatever Like, definitely Jasmine Kennedy Was a lip-sync assassin So, going from that to Anjuria I think was A shift, I'll say <laughs> A shift in tone A change <laughs> A change <laughs> It's different um, What did you think of her?
1: <laughs> well, I love Anjuria Yeah You know, as a queen um, it was great to see her back, but I was thinking about it <laughs> and I think I remember in like the lip sync Arusa, I think I remember her being like, oh, I'm more of like a park and bark than like a boots the house down mama, you know, performer. And I, and I was like, let's see how well she does. And when I saw it, I was like yeah you know she isn't a lip-sync assassin barking, bark. like she famously had like a really strong track record in the competition so i think she only had to like lip-sync for her life right towards the end other than the lala Perusa. so like i don't think this lip-sync assassin i think i wonder conspiracy jiggery pokery yeah. you know shenanigans riggery etc I wonder whether they were like, oh, we need someone to win this fucking thirty grand. Like, we can't let it let, can't let it roll up anymore. Let's choose like our weakest lipstick assassin." Stephen Jerry is free. Let's. Well, no, I think she was probably lined up to be a lipstick assassin anyway. But they were like, "Let's choose the, the the one that Candy has the best chance to win against." That's yeah, my theory. She, possibly. She's waiting I, in the I wings to the get the call, so she came in. Um, but it was great to see her. Um. Mm. So before we talk about actually who went, who did you think was going to go?
0: Yeah, so Kahana, I thought was going to go because the girls have been playing the game fair. And I also don't think that James' major competition, she's definitely good, like good. And she's been in the bottom before, I suppose. So you can kind of have that argument too. But they literally just voted Kahana out. Like, as James said, like, you know, this should be a cut and dry decision. It should be a boring week. Um, but yeah, I definitely did think that... Um, and obviously, I haven't watched top because I'm a fake fan, apparently. Um, oh, I so I don't that. actually know how the other votes. <laughs> I, I'm claiming that myself. Um, But she, yeah, I don't know how the votes went with the other girlies. But I was quite shocked when I seen that lipstick be revealed. Because I was kind of like, I wasn't living for the lip sync. And I was just assuming that James was uh, going to be safe. So I was kind of like half watching. And then I heard like, James, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> What's going on, girl? Um, but yeah, what did you think?
1: Oh, I thought Kahana as well. Like, I think we we had seen how many, um, you know, how many people voted for her last week. I was like, you
0: know, mm. she's gone. The writing's on the wall. I
1: kind of felt that I would rather see James go than Kahana. I really don't know why. I do think okay. I've really grown to like Kahana, and I think she had a good job. But I also, then I think James did a better job. So I don't know. It was difficult, but I think I was kind of just like, oh, I'm not ready for Kahana to go yet. And then when she stayed, <laughs> I was like Wait, I was ready. <laughs> and then I saw that next week is an improv challenge and I'm pretty sure there's a stand up challenge still to come. And then I was like, actually Kahana isn't gonna be very good at them. We probably should have kept James was what I that was kind of the the roller coaster I went on.
0: Yeah. Well God it sounds like an up and down to Kugel <laughs> <laughs> in Emerald Park, formerly known as Tato Park. is it called emerald
1: park now is it i think so someone told me it's called emerald because the the sponsor you know elapsed
0: yeah the deal had like gone away. i need to find out i think it is but like yeah because i remember everyone being like i'm still gonna call it tato park and blah 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 i'm like why are you so loyal to tato well
1: that means you don't get the free crisps when you go by the way for anyone who who isn't from ireland tato park is like our only theme park and it's named after <laughs> it a brand so... of crisps in Ireland called
0: potatoes. Oh, it's, it's so bad because I was in Australia. This is such a side note, but I was in Australia and I was trying to, like, defend Ireland and be like, oh, no, we're not all that backwards and blah, blah, blah. Because I just have this vision of it being Greenland. And they were like, you literally have a theme park based on potatoes. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> no. So, yeah, they got me there, girl. But, yeah, two cool roller rollercoaster promotions. But, yeah, I... I think yeah, we probably would have we probably would have seen more from James in the future rather than um Kahana. But yeah, fair fair play to Candy. But I think that's in my head anyway. That's the first kind of oh, we're not going by track record, and we're like the the games begin now. Okay, kind of situation.
1: How many queens do you think voted for Kahana to go home? I don't. I think all of them. I would have thought they all voted for James. <gasps> Why? I don't know. It surprised me too. I was not expecting that. What? Like, obviously James voted for Kahana, but like, the, everyone else voted for James.
0: And it makes no sense. There must have been. Unless, was there a conversation in an
1: I mean, they were, but like, you know, James probably didn't fight as hard because I think they were like, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine. um, But it wasn't like I'm giving up, blah, blah, blah. I was so surprised. And something must have surprised happened. At that or... Like, are they trying to Roxy andrews Kahana right to the end? Like, I don't understand.
0: Yeah, I'm not into that, really. I thought maybe there'd be a few, like, well, I, when I said all of them, I was like, okay, there probably will be one or two, but I didn't think. Wow, that's v surprising. I'm interested. Well, that's going to fucking look good next week, though, when they do kind of read out the votes, and then Kahana's like oh yeah I did do that
1: gonna be like WTF Like, I imagine Kahana is like oh the Queen's gonna get rid of me But Candy saved me and then she's like Why yeah. did you all vote for me one week and then not the other week Like will they say yeah. Oh James was better competition I don't understand
0: Yeah I think people are gonna I don't know maybe oh, maybe, maybe the way that, that played out then maybe it won't look Like it was a Manila moment because it isn't a Manila moment But it is a very kind of like like James maybe wasn't 30, the front runner 30%. by any
1: means like you know
0: No, but she was competition I think she's bigger competition than Kahana my opinion
1: based on the challenges that are left maybe <clears throat> which is yeah. something I also want to ask you right so currently there is one Kana, Candy, Jessica, Lala, Alexis, Jimbo there are six queens left right mm. there is one, two, three four more challenge episodes then I think there's like some fame game episode in this finale there's six episodes left
0: One for each queen. What's gonna happen? Oh, they're gonna be in their double say probably. But when and why? Will Heidi come back?
1: I don't think Heidi's coming back. Like obviously I I I, like I peeked into the the Reddit just to get like how many weeks were left and the challenges because I can book the guests, etc. But I have no idea if anyone's coming back. (laughs) I have no idea who goes home, I've no top four is blah blah blah.
0: I'm so confused. Yes, that, like a while.
1: That, <laughs> that there's six episodes left, and there's only six queens left. I don't know what they're going to they've do.
0: They've got to be doing. They've got to be doing another save, probably.
1: There has to be. Th- so know. next week's it's an improv bro- challenge. So then it'll be five queens left. Then I think it's a design challenge. So four queens roast three queens left. Then a makeover challenge for two queens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, that's really. They're dragging them out now, really, aren't they? Because I was Although, like, oh, oh this to... is
1: already, this is almost over. Like, this has flown by. And then I looked at how many episodes and I was like, oh, there's still 12. What the hell? So maybe there is a. a, I-, I don't know.
0: I'd say either someone goes and comes back or maybe she's just going to do, but none of them are a lola Perusa or anything. No. I mean, today would have been a good one not to get rid of anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Even though I know it's back to back. Yeah. But still, I think because like they did say that they all did really amazing. mm but we'll see maybe James does get brought back then yeah
1: because like it's kind of frustrating as well that there's there's so many like it's good if you like acting and comedy but there's like yeah. it's been quite heavy on the comedy and they've brought Kasha they brought Darian they brought James in for the comedy and they've kicked them all out and now they're allowing them to compete in a luck challenge of which none of them are going to be very good at and it's like yeah you know Kahana for whatever about like how good she's performance she'll do a lot better at the fame game than James will because she's got yeah. some really brilliant looks.
0: Yeah. That's the difference. Well, James's Fox look now, that might give her the edge. Although it's well, I think if people meme vote or like
1: Yeah, she could get the golden boost appeal, though. yeah.
0: Yeah, which I love. I love. I hope that the internet does that. <laughs> Although there will be some interference, I'd imagine. So
1: Yeah. Right, so that's pretty much this week's episode. Next week looks like shit's going down. So the improv challenge, we're seeing the trailer. Alexis is crying, She... It's alluded to that Alexis is packing her bags to leave. Rue comes in and says, "Mama's here to straighten this shit out." I'm so excited. And
0: like, "Oh shit, yeah!" I've, she's never had to come in to be my girl. What the fuck? Maybe she is coming back in. She's like, "We're bringing Heidi in." She could be like, "Oh my god, girls like these are bullies." I mean, high school bullies. <laughs>
1: like maybe like if alexis leaves and they're just like ah let's just restart we've got a few episodes to go monica get back in here
0: (laughs) (laughs) all the fame game girls (laughs) come
1: back in let's do
0: it again bit of crack i wonder i wonder what they're gonna do but yeah it's 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 got very messy like and yeah i think if rue has to step in then there definitely is some drama but i love how to use that as a teaser as well
1: yeah it'd be interesting i wonder with like you know if if Alexis does go home or even threatens to go home or like you know they really have to intervene to stop her going home like I wonder you know because the reaction to this season hasn't been great online this queen's threatening to go home like I wonder will this make them put a pause on the all-stars format for a bit because it's happening every year and I think they're running out of like queens I suppose cool well I guess that's all next week (laughs) until then um you can head over to Sister pod on Instagram to find out what's going on the show I am hosting the big gay quiz around pride if you want to come and down and support LGBT Ireland we could see you there um, do you have anything you'd like to shout out Chris well happy pride
0: I don't think I got to say oh, happy yeah. pride happy to everyone pride because to I missed that yeah Um. so happy pride to everyone I did do a partnership with GoFundMe to do a fundraiser for belong to oh nice is a really good youth yeah. LGBT charity in Ireland So um, if anyone wants to check that out The details should be on my Instagram or TikTok um, But yeah, other than that Happy Pride and I hope to see you later <laughs> See you next week I Hear you next week
1: <laughs> Okay, we'll chat to you the... <laughs> Hear you next week <laughs> When famously <laughs> They hear us Yes. Famously we don't hear anybody but ourselves
0: I'll read their comments on up on oh, yeah, Instagram yeah. <laughs> <laughs> read you next week <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay until then I shall see you love you bye this show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network a hub for the creative and the curious shows are produced in association with
0: Headstuff and the podcast studios Dublin find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com you